Welcome to American Players Theater Talk Backs to Go. I'm Buzz Kemper, and I invite you to take a walk up the hill with Orange Schroeder and me as Orange chats with actor Chike Johnson and director John Langs about APT's production of Othello by William Shakespeare. We are here uh, talking about Shakespeare's famous um, tragedy, Othello, with Chike Johnson, who's playing the lead role, and John Langs, who's the director. And I, it's been a while since APT has done Othello, John. How, how many years? Do you remember? I think it's at least uh, seven years. I saw a working script downstairs that was about seven years ago. It was kind of an omen as I walked in the building this an year. An omen. Yeah. <laughs> Shakespeare would love that, I think. Yeah. Um, so a lot of playgoers will not have seen it before. And uh, what do you think they need to know before they see Othello for the first time? Hmm. Well, I think that we're telling a story, essentially, and I'm sure this is not a spoiler alert, but for me, at the core of it, it's a story about two soldiers who on the same evening kill their wives, and one of them kills himself. Um, and that's what the play boils down to. Um, and when you think about it in that context, I feel like it's one of the most searing um, and uh, sort of heavier plays that he's written. He went right to the core of something and gave it this remarkable um, climax. And you mentioned that, that the men involved are soldiers. Do you think that, that their experience in war and uh, the approaching peace, peace has something to do with their actions? I do, actually. I mean, I think for me it's been the big departure point for me in diving into the play. I feel like... Uh, in many countries, we ask young men and women to serve in war, and, and um, we're all struggling with, um, particularly in this country, I think acutely in this country, what happens when you've asked a soldier to go into a hostile territory and behave in a particular manner in order to um, forward a political agenda, and then you bring these people back um, and they try to reintegrate into, um, you know, a more uh, safer, softer way of living. And, you know, there, there are a number of issues at play uh, in Othello. Um, but I think centrally to me, what drives the energy of the play forward is what happens um, when you bring soldiers back from war um, and they try to plug back into society. I think that issue and the issue of race um, are right at the center of this play. It's hard to talk about Othello without talking about race. And uh, GK, I'm wondering, uh, you're new to APT, and I assume that it's not accidental that you came to play Othello for us. Have you played the role before? No, I haven't. Um, <laughs> I've kind of uh, avoided playing Othello for years. Um, um, and uh, actually, um, coming to play Othello, I, it, it, it's very interesting because I, it's more, I, I kind of really liked John <laughs> and, I, um, and the people here. And I, you know, and I said, oh, okay, so this is m maybe not my favorite play, but after, have, after uh, my audition and, and talking with uh, uh, John about the, um, the idea, about, his idea behind Othello, I thought, oh, maybe this might be fun. Um, maybe I can uh, find my way into this character that I haven't really been very interested in, you know, for most of my life. 
And, and what is your view of the role that race plays in Othello? I think it's interesting because it's um, you have you have a man who is the other, if if you if you will. Um, I've I've been in those situations where I I am the only black man, you know, in in theater in in theater school, uh, um, and you. It's not that you don't trust people; it's that you you find your friends. And um, I think Othello found uh, a deep connection in Iago. He, you know, he found a deep connection in, in um, Desdemona. He finds a deep connection with um, Desdemona's dad um, and um, in um, um, a couple of the other characters. And then he is, he sees that he's being betrayed, you know, from these people are betraying him in, in small ways. And um, the only person he has to uh, to hold on to is uh, is Iago, and so um, it's it's tough. That person, that that one person that you hold on to, becomes your rock, and you know um, that's how I've I felt a lot of times. You know, I, I have never been betrayed, so it's it. Uh, but you 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 because you are the only one you tend to attach yourself to one person that becomes a really good friend. And maybe we just do that normally in life as well. Um, but it's a strange, but also very um, common um, thing. In uh, the off season, APT produced some uh, readings of other plays, including Red Velvet, which was a play in the Winter Words series that was about the first uh, black actor to play Othello in right. England in the 1800s. And you you did a wonderful job with that reading. Thank you. What what did you take from that about the challenges of of that man being asked to play Othello? Because before that, Othello would have been played by a white actor. Right. Um. What was the question again? Sorry. Um, whether you related at all to the the story of the first black actor to play that role, and also I think in in that reading, you talked about playing that role because they wanted a black actor. Uh, I guess first off, I I th I think it's wonderful that you know he was able to play the role um, instead of having somebody do it in blackface. I think. Um, Having somebody who is of African descent, African-American descent, um, gives it another, puts another spin on it, you know. Um, so, um, I guess I, I tend to um, think that people who I would never want to take a role away from a Hispanic person, you know, or I would never want to take a role away from anybody if, if, if the role is specific to a certain uh, culture. Uh, so um, I admire what he did, you know. I admire the people who gave him the opportunity to do that. Um, and... Um, you know, I, I just, I relate with him because I'm in, like I said before, and I'd be, re I'm repeating myself and I apologize, but I relate with him simply because he's a black man. He was a, he was a black man in America. He was a black man in, in the world. And there are certain commonalities that we have to deal with as black men in the world, you know? Um, so that, that relationship, it hasn't changed uh, the black man to the world. Um, 
in in terms of the character um I'm not sure I'm not sure um like I said uh sorry it's <laughs> it's early for me uh my brain is my brain is still turning on um in terms of the character I think I think anybody can play Othello but I I I would prefer to see a black person play Othello and John, talk a little bit about the other um, main and controversial character, Iago. Is Iago evil? I will talk about Iago, but I got to <laughs> say, um, you know, one of the reasons that I'm doing this with Chike, and, and um, it was such a remarkable audition. I've never had an actor in the room be like, I don't like this part. And, um, and, I, and I, I almost immediately was intrigued because I just think it... It, it takes a real sense of self to be able to say that in an audition when, a, you know, so many people are like, oh, I just need the job, you know. And uh, it was such an interesting comment to me, and I, and I asked him why, and I, he said, um, uh, you said, uh, why, why doesn't he just ask her? Why doesn't he just ask Desdemona, whom he protests to love beyond the heavens, if she is cheating on him? Why doesn't he? It, it, it makes him feel, I think... Um, um, sort of, I don't know. You said something like less intelligent, or, 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 and to me that 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 question sort of lit me up because I feel like part of my job then as a director was to uh, take this really, really, I think, integral question that a, a smart actor asks, and I think what I said to you was like, we can make a whole production out of that question. Because I feel as though um, you can't, particularly in the political climate that we find ourselves in today, um, ask an African American man to come out and play uh, a part where he, you know, um, is uh, the a murderer, um, essentially, um, in a in a mixed race marriage, um, and not not open up. Um, uh, or contact the conversation that's going on in the culture today. Um, and I know that uh, in talking to Chike that, that we won't um, shortchange that question. Uh, so I just wanted to say a, a little bit about um, what was so exciting about working with you on this part. Um, in terms of Iago, um, there are men in the world that are asked to create chaos for us. Um, if you're a general rolling into Kandahar, you're gonna send Iago in a week early. And by the time you get there, every tribal leader will be at each other's throat. He's a chaos maker. He's addicted to it. He's an adrenaline junkie. He cannot calm himself down from coming back from the war. Um, Othello, the general who has given such service and I think actually been used by the Venetian state um, as a figurehead and a symbol of power that they feel in their white way is somewhat exotic. Um, they have used this guy and um, he, he um, and him and Iago were hip and hip because that's the way um, these victories were created, I feel like. Um, he would send Iago in a week later the fabric of the whole society would be weak and Othello could roll in and do and do the work of the state. Um, so, you know, having um, an actor with the versatility of Jim Ridge um, be able to not only communicate that addiction to adrenaline, but also he's a master performer. He performs the role of dutiful servant 
to Othello. He performs the role of best friend to Cassio. He performs the role of um, uh, elderly brotherly authority to Rodrigo. He, he has a stage for every scene that he's in, in which he takes on a character. And, and the, the mercurial nature of that, I think, is what to me is so exciting about that role. Wow. Uh, the play is, is set in Venice. Is that going to be where it's set in? Uh, yeah, I mean, to me, um, I always approach a play like this as you, you look at the words a lot and then you say, what environment do these words best live in? And I don't necessarily rule out the idea of dog tags and camouflage and machine guns. That's not where we're doing this. Um, you also have to look at the the world of the APT stage. So we've essentially, I've asked the designers to sort of burn down the essence of this play. But to me, um, this play becomes kind of an altar because it's a very intimate play. So it's really a world of water and fire, um, representations of sort of purity um, and also chaos. And so I believe that that's kind of the world we're building. And when people leave this world, do you think they'll be changed? GK, do you want to take that one? I would hope so. Um, you know, today there's so many things going on in, in, in the States right now, and I think that this play is relevant to what's happening. Um, and I, I, I would hope that people would um, take away... Whatever I, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't, um, I'm not one of those actors to say you need to take away this message, you need to take away that message. But I, I would hope that they would walk away a little changed, um, about what what John said, you know, war veterans, um, how we deal with each other, um, and um, how we go about, how we live in the space, how we live in the universe, um, being better to each other. So uh, I, I definitely hope they walk away changed. We can't ask more than that from a play. Thank you both very much. Thank you. Thank you. Talkbacks to Go is a production of Orange Tree Imports, Pro Video and Film, and Audio for the Arts. Your host is Oren Schroeder. I'm Buzz Kemper. Our music is by Steve Tibbetts and is used by permission of the artist. Please find us on iTunes and YouTube under APT Talkbacks to Go. Thank you for listening. <laughs>